This ain't your average f***ing online marketing podcast. This is the Dave Sharp Show. Still need to get our tattoos. We didn't get them that are on our hand that say, mine says, hold on, and hers says, let go. You know? Now, are you guys laughing because you think it's just funny or sweet and funny? Well, you have to explain it more. All right, well, They don't it. understand well, it like we do. Then. Explain it then. No, you explain it. No, you explain it. They okay. hear me talking all the time. All right. Um, well, I don't remember where we were, but we were talking about why we are good with each other. And what it boiled down to is that I help him hold on to what's important. And he helps me let go of what's not. And without each other, oh yeah, I would, that was good. I did good. <laughs> Best you've ever explained it. Yeah, that is. Uh, See, and I didn't plan it. Great delivery. So what we want to do is we want to talk about um, being in love with an entrepreneur and what you know, whatever else comes out of that, right? Because we never know where this rabbit hole is going to take us. Um, how many of you guys are uh, married or in a relationship in the room? Okay, so quite a few of you. Um, some, some of you guys were kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of in a relationship. Uh-oh. I guess, <laughs> guess that's what you would call it. Um, so, again, don't want uh, to isolate anybody who's not in a relationship, um, but hopefully these tools will be useful for you because, you know, we're big on uh, a lot of the tools that we use in our marriage also help us in our other relationships too. So it's not just about our love and our connection and our intimacy. It's about how we you know, how we can show up for other people as well. And you may be in a relationship in the future. Yeah. If you're not now. Legendary love. Aww. This is the legendary love segment. Is that too, guys, do you have a problem? We need a song. Do you guys have a problem with that? Is that too, like, soft? Or is that, fellas, fellas? Yeah, it's all right. They're like, they're like, that guy's not his soul all the way. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, come on, Dave. I, We're going to you know, sell you. Just I'm going to sell on. you on love, man. So I've got some, I've got some questions that I prepared. So this time I'm the one who's prepared and you're not. Imagine that. Okay. Now that is a first in the history of our relationship. That's so. not true. <laughs> You've done a couple things. A couple Okay. You planned that date a couple months ago. I've been planning a lot of dates lately, though. I wouldn't say a lot, but <laughs> I mean. First question I want to ask, which it's not, which it's not on here, um, <laughs> since you brought that up, is we're both busy as, as hell, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the, it's like sometimes life, it's like at night, it's not like a date because we're just laying in bed because we both happen to sleep in that bed. <laughs> like this. Yeah. It, but it's not like we did it. In Ready t- to die. Yeah. So it's, tired. Yeah. It's not like we did it intentionally, though. So it's just kind of like I look over and it's like, oh, there you are. And again. You, and <laughs> <laughs> there you are again. <laughs> See, I'm funnier than you thought. <laughs> she, is, she is funny as shit. I mean, she makes me laugh like a son of a gun. So the question was... You know, you can either, let me try to put this in an eloquent way. You can either spend time with your spouse or somebody by default or spend time with them intentionally. Right. 
So I just, we've done it by default, and, and, and now we do it intentionally. And my schedule is a lot more, it's mostly because of me, because my schedule, I got organized with my schedule. But I don't know, do you have anything to say about that? Like how, that's, how you think that's affected our, do you guys know what I mean by that? Is that a question? I didn't hear the question. Are you going to, you know, tear me apart up here? Or are you going to just roll with the frickin'? It's so fun. <laughs> so do you guys know what I mean by that of, of you can either just like, oh, so shit, So you've been doing it more are. lately. Right. Because like, you realize that's important. Exactly. And how is that affected? I'm just fucking with you. Um, yeah, I mean, when you're together a long time, I think... If you guys have been in a relationship a long time, you know that that once the you know the newness wears off and the excitement, all the chemistry stops happening in your brain. You have to create space in order to connect, um, which is intentional. Mm -hmm. It's not just. I mean, it will happen sometimes just by accident, um, but not often. And it can happen a lot more if you if you'd have the intention to create that space for connection, which for us means um, unplugging, you know, devices, uh, spending some time away from our children uh, and our responsibilities. Even if it's just half an hour, that can be really meaningful, you know, just setting aside the time to create a space to connect. Mm -hmm. And that's nice. Then it makes the default times... <laughs> seem okay and, and enjoyable. Right, right, because it's not just always the same thing. Right. The other thing that, that, that really, really changed my life as an entrepreneur <laughs> was that um, I was always, I, I felt like I was always working. Does anybody feel like that? You feel like you're always working. And it's like, I'm in this, I, I got into this business because I, you know, had these visions of sitting on a beach and, and, and drinking, like Mario said, I thought it was brilliant. It's like, you know, do you really want to know the secret of, of, of being successful? It's like you do gotta you do gotta work your ass off, but you don't gotta work twenty hours a day. The problem with, with, with devices in the internet is it does feel like we can be working twenty hours a day because even if you're on Facebook, your brain doesn't know the difference between you sitting in front of your computer and doing a spreadsheet or writing an email and just scrolling aimlessly on Facebook. So the same energy is 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 spent. So um, for me, the big, the big deal is I need downtime. I need rest time. Like, I, and I, and I, and in the, in, in, in the older I get, and I'm not saying I'm old because I always say that, well, when I was younger and people who were older than me were like, well, you're still young, you know? So when I was, when I was younger, I could really go for a long time and never need a break. But as I, as I age, I'm like, <laughs> what? What? I didn't see what you did, so I'm just going to keep rolling. I just giggled because it sounded like you were talking about something else. Oh, right, right, right. Well, that too. It's like, I mean, when you're a young kid, you're like a rabbit. And then it's like, you know, you get older and it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, you're like a boxer. You go around and then you take a break and you get in the corner and, you know, you get your, get some water, you know, and then you get back in and... And then it's just whether, whether you're boxing or whether you're UFC, right? Because boxing's 12 rounds, UFC's only three, isn't it, right? So it's just what, what league are you in kind of thing. Anyways. It's still great, babe. Better than ever. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Our, 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 lo our love life is, getting, is actually getting better than ever. It really is. It's yeah. unbelievable. And it's because of these things that, that right. I'm talking about. Totally. So 
the, 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 I got to unplug. So Saturday, so my schedule has become very rigorous now in terms of at least during the night. So uh, at, at every night of the week, you know where I am. So Wednesday, I'm on a date with my 17-year-old. On Saturday, I'm on a date with, with, with my wife, no matter what. And then Sunday, usually I try not to work at all, right? I mean, that doesn't mean that I don't log online, but I try to really just kind of unplug. Well, that's the difference between having a nine-to-five job and being an entrepreneur. If you have a nine-to-five job, they tell you when to take a break, you know, like go home yeah. and the weekend is the break and here's your lunch hour. Um, so when you don't have anybody telling you to do that, you have to do that for yourself because if not, you know, the hardworking people that we are, all of us, we'll just keep going, you know, and that doesn't take you anywhere. I mean, you think it does right. at first, but then when you do it, you realize that you have more energy if you just stop and rest and connect and then come back. So, um, does the spouse have to be an entrepreneur too? A lot of times, um, we as entrepreneurs want to force our spouses into the same box that we're in, right? Or out of the box, I guess, would, would be a better way to say it. Um, and my wife is not really entrepreneurial. Uh, she doesn't have like the personality of the entrepreneur, right? She's more hold on, I'm more let go, right? And so, um, she went to college, got an education, and is, is both street smart and book brilliant, and is, just does school. Oh, like, I like that. Thank book you. brilliant. Thank you. Street smart. It's SS and BB. Oh. Holy shit, guys. Come on. Give me a round of applause for God's sakes. So anyways, when, I, when we first started, um, I, when I first you know, went down this journey, which we were working, I was working construction, we, we just were splitting the bills and just doing everything we could to get by back in 2008, 2009. And uh, you know, when I started to, I, I was like, one of the most important things in my life was to try to force my wife to be exactly like I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, well, if I'm doing this, you absolutely have to be in the same mindset and be doing the same things that I'm doing. And like, that was not what she wanted to do at that time. Um, so I, I wasn't really honoring just her path and her journey. And so eventually she took some time off, right? And I'm just giving you the nutshell version of what happened. She took some time off and um, uh, because she was, uh, she had a job when we met in, in a career in the, uh, uh, the, the addictions and, and mental health uh, area uh, uh, fields and counseling. And, um, and then she took some time off from that and then now recently she, she went back to pursue her education because in that field, for God's sakes, we need people having freaking degrees and know what the hell they're talking about, okay? Because if they don't, then we're all in trouble. Um, but, uh, but anyways, you're, you're, I believe you do have a desire to kind of, you know, maybe tread some entrepreneurial ground in the future with your own practice and stuff like that. Yeah. But does the spouse have to be an entrepreneur? No. And what are your thoughts on that? Oh, that's not, that's, that was all I was going to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, when you were talking, I was thinking in the beginning of uh, our relationship, I'd felt the same way, maybe not career uh, drip like wise, but I wanted you to be more like me because I thought I was, you know, it. So I wanted you to, I wanted you to hold on more yeah. and I, but not let go at all. You know, I just was like, come do this, be, do my way. So I think ultimately that's just a sign of, um, being new in, in a relationship, you know, and not 
having the faith that together your qualities can can be more than separate than if I just want you to be more like me or you you want me to be more you know what I'm saying yeah um do you know what she's saying <laughs> yeah okay oh I care so much about what you think oh me too let's have a kiss okay <laughs> but yeah I think you did want me to Big time. Be an entrepreneur in the beginning. I was like, I and was I like, kind of wanted can't. to do it because he wanted me to do it because I didn't have a very, you know, solid sense of who I was yet. Um, but it's just not me, you know? I, I, something else makes me tick. And I think that's okay, you know? And I think for a while we questioned whether it was okay or not. But I think we, what we've shown each other and the world in the last um, few years is that it's okay if I'm not. And you are. And I think what it takes, the key is that we recognize each other's strengths and appreciate them uh, and see how, like I was saying, it contributes to a better relationship. You know, it doesn't make us weaker. It makes us stronger to have yeah. differences. Yeah. You know? It makes us weak when we're not acknowledging those differences, though. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And I think what... Um, hurts us too or what has hurt us in the past is that uh, I didn't really understand what being an entrepreneur meant which I think was another one of your questions see I read the you questions. don't you don't know what they that's not <laughs> on there obviously <laughs> well no you don't no. know what's on there I think um, what it takes to make it work also is that um, I know what it means to be an entrepreneur. He's not going to work like a nine-to-five guy. It is going to be different. I need to be more flexible. I need to let go. The, the next question was, what's the difference between being an in love with an entrepreneur or an employee? See, I did read the question. Okay. So um, um, yeah, it's different because, like I said, if you're a nine-to-fiver, you know when the breaks are. You know what I mean? When you come home from work, you're not working anymore, typically. I mean, some jobs are different. But, yeah. um, and then on the weekend, you know you're not working. But we have to find more balance. And I have to help him do that by reminding him like, to take breaks and also allowing him to have a process where he figures out what he needs. You know? So I think it's just about being flexible and having faith that my husband can figure out a good balance for himself, letting go. Because I used to try to manage it all, too. I'm like, you're going to wake up at this time and then do that. You know, that doesn't work either. Um, but gently reminding him, like, honey, it looks like you need a break. Like, let's come have some lunch. Instead of saying, you're not spending any time with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. We went through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If when I allowed you to have a process and figure it out for yourself, you did. Yeah. And I mean, that trust has to be built, though, you know, for your spouse to trust you that you're going to, you know, come through and actually deliver. I mean, there's a lot of there's in and, and, and I think part of it is 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 for me anyways. And, and I think this is true in a marriage. It's also true when you're when you're dealing with people is if you know, I'm going to be a lot more supportive of somebody if I if I know their tendencies and and their tendencies are to work hard and follow through with things. Entrepreneurs typically feel alone and, and unsupported. How do you make them feel supported? Well, that's a question to you, but for me, I just, I, I wanna say that if you're an entrepreneur and you're saying that you feel unsupported by your friends or your spouse or whatever, you damn well better make sure that you're taking action and following through, right? 
Because who, who should support you and get behind you if you're not taking action and following through? I mean, I'm honored if you guys work with me for the next 12 to 24 months or, or 12 to 24 years. But you know what? If it's not here, pick somewhere and plant your freaking flag, right? Because people are watching. It's not just you and the results that you're getting. I realized that I was affecting other people. And I've went through those phases too to where, you know, I've, you know, you know, jumped around and couldn't make up my mind about what I was doing. I've gone through that, right? She's, she, she rode that wave with me. But when I was doing that, she, I could tell, was having a hard time supporting me simply because I was not being decisive. I was not following through. Nobody expects us to be an overnight success, but if we're asking for people's support, and I'm just speaking for the entrepreneur, I think we need to be willing to follow through and be worthy of that support, right? Be worthy of the support. Um, I think a little bit of what I said already, which is, you know, having trust in you as my partner, that you're, on a, you're in a process and you're going to figure things out at your own pace while gently reminding you of, you know, what our, sometimes I need to be reminded of what our family values are, you know, um, and that helps me stay on track. But also giving you your process, understanding that I need to be flexible, that your schedule is not going to look like somebody else's schedule uh, that works in corporate America. And, you know, the benefits I get on the other side of that are freedom that, you know, if I'm like, hey, let's go out of town this weekend, we could just go. You know, so just remembering the gifts that come with it. Also, I think learning about what you're doing would be supportive so that when you're talking about things, I know what you're talking about. And What do you mean by that, learning what I'm doing? So do you mean like r really trying to articulate clearly what it is that I'm pursuing to you instead of leaving you in the dark? Or do you mean something different? Well, I would support you by asking questions about what you're doing. Oh, okay. Like, hey, what is this thing that... It, you know, I'm unfamiliar with. What right. does it take for you to be successful? What's the next couple of months going to look like? You mm -hmm. know, communicating with each other, um, I think, is a way to be supportive. Yeah. What do you think? I, I think so. I mean, I feel, I feel. When do you feel supported? I, I feel supported when, and again, I'm, I think I'm so obsessed on taking responsibility that I think the majority of it falls on my shoulders. Um, because I, I, I really don't believe in being in a victim stance. You know, there's always something that I could do better if I'm not happy. I um, mean, typically that is, you know, communicating better or whatever. But I, I do, I feel, I feel supported when both you not only are interested in what I'm doing, but also when you do, when you do give me that trust in that space. And it just seems like over the years, I've just had to earn that trust in that space. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any way around it. I don't think that for some of you who are hearing that and are going to go home and say, I heard Dave and Aaron say, you got to just trust me and give me space. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know that that's particularly the path. Um, it's, been a, it's been a lot of years of me, of, of, of me showing you who I am. Right. That I'm going to follow through with something and that you can count on me. And I, I you know. Well, I there's think some reciprocity that's needed. You know, if I trust you and respect you and your process, you, you know, have earned my trust by respecting and trusting us. Yeah. By following through with whatever your endeavor is that's in front of you. Typically, spouses feel unheard and misunderstood.
How, how, do you, how do you feel supported? And what I mean by that is, how do you not, I know an entrepreneur can make it all about themselves and what they're doing, no. right? And, and make it seem as if that's the most important thing in the world. So how do you feel heard and supported? When you take the time to schedule breaks and connect time to connect, if I know that on Saturday night we're going to be going out, and if I know on um, sometimes we do like a Sunday night when we'll sit down and talk about family stuff, you know, like sometimes our children need um, help planning things or there's an issue and we need to come up with some kind of discipline uh, for our older child. Um, if I know Sunday night we're, we have an hour and we can talk about that, I'm less likely to go to him during the week and be like, hey, 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 hey. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, we'll talk about Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I think that um, is super helpful to me. And then in return, I think that supports you because I'm letting you be free to work on whatever you're working on, knowing that we have time to connect Saturday night. I mean, we connect more than that, but like, Don't talk to me until Sunday, honey. <laughs> yeah. I'm working. Bye. <laughs> No, That's you know what I quickly mean. Quickly, how to get a divorce. <laughs> but if I don't know when the next time is we're going to connect and I see you working to more than your average person, I start to feel a little bit panicked. Like, what am I doing? Oh, is this the right person? Like, you know, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I ain't got no, a lot of kick No, over the years, you've, you've had, I, I can't even imagine some of the things you've thought about me. So I'm totally yeah. fine. I, so I, just I, it's for not me, all peaches and cream. And I think a lot of people would appreciate that too, just knowing that, um, there's, there's a scheduled time. And I used to think that scheduling time like that made it like less romantic, but really it makes it more because it's like, I care about you enough to set aside this whole night and yeah. know that it's just about you, nothing else. It's not about the kids, it's not about the house, it's not about my job, it's not about anything but just connecting. Yeah. She... That makes me feel the most supported. And to know what's going on like, you know, I'm going to go out of town in two months right. or just staying informed. But I think everybody, the thing that would make somebody feel most supported, I think, is asking them, well, how can you, how, what can I do to support you? Mm. Because that's just for my personality, you know, somebody of, else. She, she, give a round of applause, everybody. <laughs> she, she's tuned in. The power of asking is so incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, when we go into a restaurant and you're like, oh, the seats are busy. Remember, we were talking about this last night. The seats are all full. And, and then I go up and I say to the host, I say, hey, we're looking for the best seat in the house. Right. And, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the host who just a few minutes ago, who was like, you know, we don't really have any seating or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, because I just asked for the best seat in the house, the host turns around and they say, this guy's looking for the best seat in the house. You know, and now all of a sudden they're focused on looking for the best seat in the house. Right. So um, I love to do that with her. Right. Because she's a more passive personality. I'm a more I'll ask for the damn shit. You know, I'll go up there and, and see if they, you know, really don't have any of what they say. Yeah. They I'm like, no, shh, come on. Let's yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, <laughs> if they tell me I'm they're full, I'm like, no. And we're looking for the best seat in the house. You know, I know it's still open. So. The power of asking, which is what you just said, makes me feel most supported when I ask. I cannot tell you how our relationship has enhanced since I started doing that. How, how can I make you feel loved and supported? Now, I know Dave Sharp getting mushy and gushy up here, right? But I'm telling you, 
when you go to somebody and you ask them, how can I make you feel loved and supported, right? How can I help you feel more loved and supported? It's, it's just, you know, I mean, I don't know. How does that make you feel just hearing those words, right? Somebody, so in, a lot of times we want to go home yeah, like and, care. like I care. Yeah. yeah, like somebody cares. Oh, you know what I like even better? What? Is when Nuggets being dropped. Is when you, um, you come to me and you're like, here's what I was thinking of doing. Would that make you feel loved and supported? Oh, wow. So, so like, it, that right. shows me that you're actually thinking about what might. Mm. So that's even a step further. Right. So it's like I'm in the meditative state. It's like premeditative love and support. It makes me feel like you know me a little bit. Right. Even if it's not what would make me feel loved and supported. But you're just trying to guess. Like, right. you right. know. Right. Like. <laughs> the, other, the other thing that has, in my opinion, and then we'll do some questions, um, has made me, I feel like, just enhance our just marriage game to a whole new level is like little, like we're on our phones so much and our devices as entrepreneurs, especially digital marketers, to, to in, in our spouses and people that we love see that, right? But then they don't get any messages, right? So texting in like sending messages. Oh yes, little mess I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I've really stepped my game up lately in terms of just my, my it's kind of like, it's kind of like, email broadcasting, like your, your prospects, like if you're not in constant communication with them, sending them broadcasts, they get sad, mad, leave, they buy, they die, they unsubscribe, whatever, they don't buy, right? They unsubscribe, all that stuff. They don't, they, they, they don't do what you want, right? And what I want from my wife is love and support. And, uh, and yeah, so, when you texted me this morning, I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly and, what I did. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, it's just that that communication nowadays it, it makes it so easy to be able to do that right with a phone and it's so powerful when you get a little message I've got a friend and I do this in other with with other relationships too I've got a friend who uh, Jim and Carla they're traveling all over Africa right now and Europe and everything like that and I know he's not on his phone but I sent him an email and I said hey we're thinking about you because I knew he, he you know oh, he's gonna log nice. in every couple of weeks or so he's gone for a month or so I said and he's gonna see that message and just to know that somebody's thinking of him. Okay. Oh, um, thank you so much. You brought up an excellent point thank about you. family values and I don't think our family has ever sat down and discussed them. They just kind of existed. But in terms of children at home, how do you guys accomplish making all the children feel loved and supported and heard in the family? Um, well, I think if they're old enough, I would ask them. Um, because that's valuable. I think kids don't have a voice often enough. Um, but I think uh, maybe figuring out what their love language is. Um, so what is the most valuable to them? And I think no matter what age they are, you can, you can probably figure that out because you spend so much time with them. Um, but there's different ways that children feel loved. So like, uh, and people, just people feel loved. Um, so whether it's spending time, um, time or physical affection. Can um, you name all five? Quality time, physical affection. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Service, that's Acts mine. Of service. And gifts. And gifts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We love that. I think the, the, the more tools you have to get to know people, the better. Um, of course, I think that I'm a friggin' counselor, so. Um, 
Um, but I think that's great, you know, and if, like I said, if they're old enough, you could ask them, and if they're not old enough, you could tell just by, you know, like for our daughter, I think um, just sitting and reading is the only thing she ever wants to do um, with us, you know what I mean? That's the time that she uh, wants to spend with us. She feels most loved, I think, when I just sit there with her and look at books. Now, the, now the older one too. is also quality time, right? The older yeah. one is also quality time. Um, and so, you know. I think words of affirmation, too. Yeah, that would yeah, be my yeah. guess. Yeah, well, but quality time, because when I'm not spending time with her, she's not, you know, you already yeah. told me she's not feeling loved. I, that's huge, I think, for just people. That, that five love languages, man, really changed my perspective on how to connect with people that, that are in my life on a regular basis. Uh, and it, and it, and, and I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't met anybody who, and just everybody in my life is, is acts of service, quality time. And those were the things that I was not good at. I was better at gifts. I was better at words of affirmation. And I think as a culture, men were, we grow up and that's what's demonstrated for us, right? I'll just solve the problem with some money. Just solve the problem with a gift, whatever. And some people like that. Yeah. So not to minimize that. No, not to minimize I hate that, that. But I was just saying. I think it's thoughtless. So for years, he was doing that. And I was like, well, he doesn't care about me. You know? <laughs> He's like, here's this new purse. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, just because that's not what's valuable to me. I mean, for somebody else, that might do it. You know, knock your socks off. But I want um, thoughtfulness. I just really like, and service. If he comes home and does the dishes. I'm like, woo! And I, and I hate that shit. I hate it. I hate it with every ounce of my fiber. Like okay. the other night, we were getting ready to go to bed and um, you know, I was picking up the kitchen and everything and we were turning off the lights and I saw at the corner of my eye him get the trash. He opened the trash to throw something out and he noticed it was full and he took it out. Usually I'm like, fuck it, somebody I was else like, it. send it. No, I was like, oh my God. And then he came back in. I was like, I just saw you take out the trash. This just means so much to me. I almost cried. Like, it was just. He said it on the webinar. Because to me, <laughs> what it says is, um, if I do this now, she won't have to do it later. And that just means so much to me. More Maybe than. You sound like an aunt, like, yeah, get the garbage out, woman. <laughs> no, he never does. I mean, we have other people that could take out the trash, too. But. Um, no, you do a lot. I hate it. I hate it. I hate all that shit cleaning. I've been fighting it for as long as we've been together, but it's how she feels loved and supported, man. You know? And it's like that that's that's it's kind of like what Mario was talking about with doing the hard work. For me, this morning Bill said something that really struck a chord is if your why doesn't tear you up, you need a new not tear you up, but Tear you, up. Oh, tear you up. English is not my first language. If some words come out funny, oh, I apologize. Okay. Hey, me too. Okay. But I don't have that excuse. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. So, so my question is, my big why for me is I want to have something that eventually could benefit my child, my son. But he's at the age now where we have a great relationship. There's absolutely zero issues, but we're at an age where he's at an age where he's going to start going into the workforce, and of course. I don't know if working for a dad would be exciting. Do you know what I mean? So how would you, if, if there is even, you know, because I understand each situation is different, but how do you bring in, 
Because there's one, it's some, one thing to bring in your spouse, like we talked about earlier, like you talked about earlier, but it's also, I would like to give him something. That would be something that I could, you know, when I retire, when I, because I'm actually not that far away. So when I retire, I want something that he could build and bring to even higher levels than I will. So how would you say that? Oh. Aw, yeah, yeah wait thanks. Good Thank job, you. for God's sake. <laughs> Man wants to leave a legacy. Yeah. So, so how would you approach it? Because I, I don't know if you know what I mean. But actually, if you have a, a daughter, you know exactly what you mean. Usually, working with dad is not the goal. So I want to make to approach it that it is actually exciting for him. So if any advice, I would That's be your open. son. Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. How old your son? He's 15 now, 15. and but he's gearing up for a sporting career. But like I always took, because he's very gifted in one sport, but what mm -hmm. I keep telling him, you're one injury away. So education remains number one. Yeah. So I want to have something if ever this doesn't pan out, because most of the time it, that doesn't pan out, so I want something for him. So that when I'm gone, when I'm whatever it is I am, I gave him something. I mean, my, my thought on that is, first of all, um, we make our kid work for everything, and... Um, too often I've seen people, and I think it's a great goal, and I just, I'm, I'm giving you this as feedback just because I'm thinking of examples in my life to where I've, you know, I've seen too often that people focus too much on what's going to happen to their children when they're, they die and not enough focus on what's happening with their children while they're alive, you know. Um, thank you. The, uh, the, the, the effect that we have, um, the, 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 the things that we do now, um, even if we die poor and with nothing, if, if we t tune into things like what, what the gentleman asked as far as making them feel heard, right, and making them feel noticed and, and, and loved, um, I, I think that is a legacy that's, that's, that's priceless. Um, in terms of, of, of um, not better or worse, but just also awesome, right? So even if you don't live up to your own expectations, um, if you're also focused on this other stuff we're talking about, I think you'll leave a, a fantastic legacy as well. And you seem like a great guy and, and you seem like, you know, just from knowing you online and, and meeting you here, that you'll have that impact on your son. I, second of all, I worked with my dad. And so um, what I can tell you is, is that my, my dad and I's relationship really enhanced when we stopped working together. Um, because, you know, I just, I feel like, I feel like sons are always either trying to, you know, they're in this competition of either living up to their dad, it's either actions or expectations or wanting to be much better than because they're disappointed in who he was as a man. And that's just a son thing. And I think with connection and what we're talking about now that can be overcome. But usually when there's no connection between a son and a dad, those are the two things that, 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 that a boy who becomes a man defaults into. If the, if, the, if, the, if the father is loving, caring, supportive, and is interested in what he wants to do, then I, I don't think that that happens because the son's not worried about competing with the father, either living up to expectations or being better than. Um, and then finally, the last thing that I would say is... is you know, we give it our all, man, and we, and we do everything that we can to leave our kids something, and some of it's in our control and some of it's not. 
And, you know, I found with my 17-year-old, she's a wanting to do journalism and all this kind of stuff. And I look at the, it and I'm like, do you realize this is kind of a dying career and all this stuff? Um, you know, this is kind of how you got to win in this industry moving forward. But I mean, like, if I, the, the harder I push with a teenager for them to do something, the more they're going to push back. And I'm an example of that. So I think that we just, we have to create the opportunity and the space for them to step into it and earn it, not just give it to them. That's just my belief. And if it works out, great. And if it doesn't, then, you know, hopefully we, 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 we gave them a foundation. I would say, I agree with everything you said. Um, if it was me, I would probably support um, my son in his thing. And uh, which I'm sure you do, um, be like you know there at every game you can get to and be supportive. And I might frame um, the Plan B thing in a different way, like um, everybody's plans might not work out. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily specific to um, sports, which is it's very true. Like one injury and you're done. But like. Um, anybody's plan that they have for their life, whether they want to be an athlete or a lawyer or, you know, anything, they want to travel the world, that plan might not work out because that's kind of how life goes. You never know what's going to happen. So anything could throw a wrench in your plan. So it's always good to have an idea of what else you might want to do um, that makes somebody wise. You know, I might frame it in that. So it doesn't feel like personal to what he's doing. You know, because I remember being a teenager and an adult and, you know, somebody saying, well, you might want to plan for this because what you're doing, you know, I'm just like, well, you don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, <laughs> but like you were saying, you know what I totally. mean? Um, and then um, I would just invite, 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 like, would you like to be a part of what I'm doing yeah. in this way? Would you like yeah. to come with me to here? Would you like to see what I'm doing? Would you like to help me with this? Um, because I feel like that's the best way to, like, attraction. Right. rather than promotion. I can't you tell know? you how many times I've invited my 17-year-old to do something and gotten rejected. It's kind of like I'm the most, I'm the sales guy who goes for no. I just keep going for no, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I never stop asking and inviting. I never take it personal. I just always invite, invite, invite. And now she's to the age to where, you know, the, the, the no's are getting even more spread out or the yeses are giving more spread out but i, I keep inviting I yeah, like and then that. she finally did come the last event she came here too, yeah. and wanted to help the other one right, she right, just right. wanted to have fun exactly yeah. i'm also married to a counselor and how do you i met her on her couch <laughs> he's going <laughs> oh no what are you gonna ask <laughs> no basically <laughs> this is for dave we have our conversations. She goes into counselor mode, who, what, when, where, how. <laughs> how I never you were getting that. analyzed. <laughs> she sees my passion. She, she feels it. But yeah. then she asked me to explain it. I go, I could tell anybody in this room what it is, but I can't tell her. I get really tongue-tied. Do you run into that situation? And how do you handle it? Well, I think the most important is, let me, is, is showing by action. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's like, it's like for me, it's like, you know, sometimes when we're transitioning, when we still have another career or a job and we want to transition into something different, it's like doing that intelligently. So sometimes it's also for me, it's like, hey, I, I know that you don't like for if we're releasing a new platform and all these different things and we're working on stuff. I mean, she's got her entirely own plate of 
You know, it's kind of like she doesn't even have the capacity in terms of just mental space to get the full download of everything because she's got her own stuff going on. So instead, what I try to do is give her the, the cliff notes, the highlights, but then do my best to try to make her feel safe that what I'm doing, I've got a plan for. And it's not just, this is my passion and I'm just going in a direction and I'm going to you know, stop doing what I'm doing now and just go 100% over here. It's like, hey, I know this is crazy. I know this is, I know this is a big jump. I know this is a lot. I know I'm asking a lot of you. And I think validating somebody's concerns is so important. Yeah. Validating if she's, if, if she's unsure or doesn't, it's like, I know I'm not being clear right now. I know I'm having a hard time, you know, articulating myself. I know my, what I've been doing seems sporadic or whatever, but know that I see that because one of the biggest things that my wife wants to know is, do I see my shortcomings? Not, not, not. It's okay that we have shortcomings, but are you fucking aware of them, dude? <laughs> yeah, it's scary if you're not. It's scary if you're not aware of you, who you are and what your shortcomings are. So those are the three things. Acknowledging, hey, I'm having a hard time being clear, but I'm going to keep trying to get clear. Validating that she has some uncertainty in her feelings and then, and then trying to develop a plan for the safety of our family and you know, what, whatever she's concerned about. Um, my name's Ashandra. I am 24. I have no kids, no relationship, and um, I have a younger sister. She's 10 years old who I want to influence and inspire kind of through your process, and I'm, I learned from you as well, your process of just inviting and inviting and um, things like that. But also I learned from Erin when she talked about, especially with um, your story, um, to tr trust their process. And by exposing them, you give them the opportunities to say yes. And kind of, I just learned from both of you. So thank you in that regard. Um, I gave a little bit of my kind of background being single, 24, no relationship, because I am concerned about finding and meeting somebody, me, me wanting to be a career entrepreneur. And I heard rumors that you should want to be with somebody just like you, or at least an entrepreneur like you because of mindset differences. Um, I do. I, my question really is, how do you date, especially being an online marketer and in your house and never leaving your house, meeting new people is <laughs> a challenge in and of itself. So how do you go about dating when you don't have that relationship yet or you're worried about being enough, accepting them fully for who they are if they're not an entrepreneur? And what should I be looking to choose? Um, you know, what I've learned, I'm not much older than you, but what I've learned um, in my experience dating and selecting a partner and being married for some time is that all I really need to do with anything that I want for my life is know, that, know what I want, which it sounds like you do, and to put the energy out there. And that might sound like hippy dippy or whatever, but that's how, that's what I do. Like, I just put the energy out there, like, universe, God, whoever is that, yes. whatever you think, I'm ready. Send me, the, I know you're making the perfect guy for me right now, and I just want you to know I'm ready. You know, and then every day when you go out, you have that energy and you put it out. You know, you could, like, on the flip side, have the energy like, oh, terrified to meet anybody. You know, and you won't meet anybody. Or you'll meet the wrong person mm -hmm. who's yeah. going to hold you back. But just having that energy 
of like, I am ready to meet, to have love in my life. I mean, I'm assuming you leave the house sometimes. You must to go to the store. And, Learning to. You know, <laughs> do whatever, do your laundry, go shopping, you know, get coffee, go meet friends or whatever. So you're, there, there's people out there, you know what I mean? Um, and I think you will meet. You're so cute and, and smart. And you, you are, of course, you're going to meet the right person. But I really think it's as simple as that. You know, I really don't think, in, in, in terms of that type of goal, I really don't think there's much to do except to, to know what you want and to put the energy out there. And I would look for somebody that was um, just warm and open and who also understood what it meant to, to, have, to work hard, somebody with a good work ethic. You know, make a list. Yeah, really. Make your make, Prince Charming list. I, I, would say, I would say that. Make, make a list. I love the intention setting thing because, I mean, I've got, like, everything I've done in my career particularly. Like, Erin and I, I believe, Erin was sent to me and I was sent to her and I believe we were meant to be together. But everything in my career, I've literally manifested because I put the intention out there. And even with events, when I would go, people were like, well, how did you learn to be comfortable and stuff like that? Well, because I had already done the event before the event started in my head. And that's a big thing. People, the, big, the, greatest, the greatest fear is public speaking in, in, in the human race. It's, there's more fear about public speaking than anything else. But the reason why I've been able to be comfortable with the speaking engagements that I've had over the years is because every single event, I had already run through it in my head. I had already pr practiced so many times, right? So I am living proof of that intention. Every company, everything that I've done, I've visualized it. And I think visualization is so powerful. Um, but I love the energy of being it, having a firm foundation because if there's a desperate energy or if there's a fear-based energy, you're going to yes. go for the wrong thing. And then that's going to be that's going to be way worse than waiting for the right thing. If I may expand on that just a bit, um, and I think you were hitting the nail on the head, I do worry. And I think that, that fear mindset, it's, I think it's got me in limbo between finding somebody and also being afraid. I don't think of to be vulnerable. I personally think I'm a fuck up. I, I'm very lingual in that regard, but I feel broken. I feel like because I've been through a certain amount of things. And I know, Dave, especially your story, just how do I want to word this? I worry that I'm too broken mm. to be loved. Mm. Um, and I need to overcome that. So it's okay. She need, this is her process and she needs this. She needs to feel this. And this is the first time that you're saying this out loud, most likely in front of this, many, like this people, many people. Right? So give her a round of applause for that. But, but you don't need to be saved, right? You don't need to be saved. What you need is to acknowledge these imperfections about yourself like you just did. And then also when you get back home, most likely it's gonna be a good idea if you do have some things that have made you feel like this that have happened over, the over, over your life to get somebody who you can trust and, and, and process this stuff. And I recommend a professional. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I've, I've, I've obviously I have a counselor wife, okay? And she's not my counselor, right? <laughs> I seek guidance through paid professionals. And one of the biggest problems with a lot of people in the human race is we always want to get 
advice from the girlfriend and, and family members and stuff like that. And those aren't particularly the people who can help us work through the things that we need to work through. So that's number one. Um, yeah, I was going to say that too. I mean, in addition to putting the energy, I mean, that's how I become a better partner um, is just to practice good self-care and really learn how to love myself. Because when we got together, I was, neither of us knew how to do that. Mm -hmm. So even if we did meet, you know, I did meet the right person and I still had to work on that. So I would dedicate my time to self-care and building your business, you know, learn how to love yourself and then trust that whenever you're ready, the perfect person's gonna show up. They really are. I mean, there's like a billion people in the world. I, I, have, I have a new motto in the terms of self-care, and it's really because I can work so much and I can be so caught up in things that, that, that where I'm giving of myself to a business or whatever, and it's a motto. When I'm in my worst condition, like mentally or whatever, I'm like self-care, 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 self-care which means that I need to do something nice for myself. I need to take some time. I need to go get around safe people who rejuvenate me. I need to go get a massage. I need to, you know, in, in body, I every, exercise. I need to exercise. I need to be looking at what I'm eating. Self-care, self-care, self-care. I need to not be engaging in acts, whether that be sexual acts, any other type of act that's going to cause me shame, right? That's going to cause me to feel badly about myself. I need to not be engaging with people. Okay? It doesn't have to be sexual. It can every we all got somebody in our life who's toxic. Okay? If I'm in self-care, self-care, self-care mode, I need to make sure that that person has boundaries. That I'm not engaging. And most of the time that can be a parent, that can be a, a sibling, okay? It can be somebody in our life, typically it's it's a relative, right? From our our our, our you know our our tree of origin, um, who we can get entangled in these toxic relationships with that then affect the you know not only our self esteem but they definitely affect how we show up for other people. Okay. Yeah, great questions, that though. That was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Both. We support you. What I wanted to break down and ask you, um, both of you is like in the very beginning, like David, when you went from your, whatever your construction job, your nine to five, were you with Aaron already? Did, yeah. And so like in the beginning, because for me in the beginning, like, I, like I'm trying to figure out how to build an online business. You know, I'm a musician, that's where I come from. And when my wife met me, I was a musician. <laughs> so she thought she was marrying a musician, right? And then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sell my music school and I'm gonna leave my band and I'm gonna start doing this online stuff. And she's like, you're doing what? You know? I'm like, yeah, 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 we're going to be millionaires, don't worry. <laughs> and, uh, it sounds like you. Yeah, and so, you know, and then, and then lately, uh, so what I wanted to sort of get your, your perspective on is like when you started that, yeah. and you were with Aaron, and you're saying, what are you doing, David? You know, and uh, yeah, so were there points, were there moments like in the beginning where you were just like, I, this is not right, I can't support this. Dave, you need to go back get a job. Um, you know there needs to be constant money coming in because for me, I'm I'm nowhere near your level. Like I'm just starting, right? And I've been doing this for two and a half years, <laughs> nearly three years, and I'm still trying to break. I'm living off it, but I'm not. I, I haven't delivered this promised land to my wife yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so every new thing, but like you're somehow supposed to magically do in twenty-four yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when when I started with you guys, I was like, this is it. I was like, this is, this is the one where everything's gonna come together. 
You know, like this this guy David is speaking in a way that um, that nobody has spoken, nobody nobody has resonated with me in this way in in this business before. Um, and so I guess uh, I'm I'm going on a big tangent, but what I want to know is like in the beginning when you started, like, and you are in, like, were there times where you were just like, I can't support this, uh, no, this is not going to go. Like, were you at, were you at David saying like, go back to construction, you big Only fool? Only every day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I suppose that then following on from that, how long did it take you in the beginning to to realize this is definitely going to work, and for you to realize this is definitely something I'm going to support? Well. I think those are two, I, I think I still don't know if it's going to work. You know what I mean? I, Not like that. I'd be pretty but sure like, about it. <laughs> but no, I mean, nothing. How do you know? I mean, you know what I mean? But that's kind of the mindset that I tried to move into is like, because my whole life, I wanted to know exactly what was going to happen from moment to moment, especially financially, because I come from um, a family where we were so unstable financially and it caused me so much anxiety as a child, like as a small child. And it was so, I was like, okay, I'm never, my life will never be like that. And the solution to that is to get into a mode where everything is, and everything is controlled and managed and I know exactly when my check's coming and this is how much it's gonna be and this is where the money's going. So um, it was really difficult for me to break free from that type of thinking. Uh, and I think I thank David because it really liberated me. And that's what I meant when I said that, is that even if I have a job, I don't know if I'm going to get paid next week. I mean, I know, but anything could happen. The whole company could shut down. So, I mean, it's, it's like a more healthy to get into a space anyway where I'm having faith that whatever happens, because we are anchored in a foundation of love and trust and respect will be all right. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's what ultimately helped me. Um, and that's what I meant. Like, I don't know that we're going to have any money in a month, you know, not because he's not hardworking and successful, just because who the hell knows what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So all that we can focus on is what we're going to do today to build our business, what we're going to do today to take care of our family, and then have faith that because we're doing that, right. we will be okay no matter what happens. Right. You know what I mean? I really tried to not put, I really tried to always have, there's some maneuvering that you have to do in that transition, and that transition may take six months, that transition may take 36 months. But there's some, there's some maneuvering that you have to do. I can remember selling stuff, you know? I mean, there was, there was, there was I sold, I was in this uh, coin MLM and I had all these freaking coins and I went and damn sold them, right? I, there was this one time that where I knew some money was coming in, and, but I needed some money for something and I sold a vehicle, man, and got $1,000. And, and, you know, so there was some maneuvering that I had to do and, and I used to put that on her and, and, and I don't know, man. What I've learned now is that, is that I, if, if, and you, you need to know where you're going, but I know exactly where I'm going, exactly where I'm going and what I'm doing because I visualize it now. And, and really, I've realized that my dreams, although we have dreams as a family and dreams as a couple and dreams as, 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 as we have dreams as, as, a, as a family here at Legendary, my, my goals, what I see, I don't need everybody else to see it because I see it. 
Now, the caveat of that is you damn well better know where you're going and you better be able to see it. And you better believe in yourself enough. And, and, and you don't have to believe in yourself, okay? You have to be willing to do the work because we all struggle with belief in ourselves. It's the number one challenge that everybody in this room is dealing with right now. I guarantee it because you believe in me or else you wouldn't have come, okay? The biggest challenge has always been believing in yourself, right? So you have to be willing to put in the work, right? And if you're willing to put in the work, man, and you stay sober, and I don't mean off of alcohol. I just mean sober from toxic bullshit and sober from time-wasting nonsense. Stay sober from social media. The only reason why I go on social media anymore, honestly, is to interact in our group and to, and to, and to check ads if I'm participating in that. I used to be so caught up in social media. It's the biggest fucking waste of time, honestly, and it... And it and it's, it's toxic. I'm not sober in my life and what I'm doing when I'm... Because it's like I put the phone down after being on social media for a half hour. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, <laughs> then I got to get readjusted to what I'm doing with my day. Um, that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, it's not like this blind faith that, oh, everything's going to be great. You know, and we're all laying on the couch watching Judge Judy. Like, we're, he's, yeah. I saw that he was a fucking hustler. You know what I mean? So that's what helped me move. Be a hustler, man. I, you probably are already. But that's what helped me say, okay, you know, he is showing me that no matter what happens, he's going to work his ass off for our family. So I don't need to worry, you know, because control, you know, knowing and control is all just an illusion anyway. So I might as well let go, and my husband is showing me, which I can see and touch, that he's working his ass off, so I'm just going to let go on the other side of it. And then once he started showing me that he could produce and have results, small ones. I mean, it yeah. wasn't what it is now. Getting I mean, it was the really lead, small. I, I ran around in my underwear Aww. in the house, and it was like I got my first lead ever, showed up on the leaderboards or something for something. But it was like I you know, made sure that she was aware of my successes. You know, like, hey, here's, here's a milestone. And your first webinar, you had like 10 people. You were like, 10 people showed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's because I didn't tell you about the ones that nobody showed up. Right? Hi, my name's uh, Ken Stone Jr. I just, uh, I have a question about finances. The difference, the separation between, you know, running your businesses, online businesses, legendary marketers, so on and so forth, and what Aaron's doing as well. Um, how do you guys like how do you guys like divide or separate or you know how do you keep like hey this is going to go for business and so on and so forth this is going to be our money combined or this is going to be you know how how do you guys essentially kind of do that if that's not too prying no i i don't give a damn um i mean now we're all in so i mean we're married now so we you know like i had this i had this you know when we got married of course we could have done prenums and all this other kind of stuff and I'm not, I'm rich, but I'm not that rich, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and so it's And you like, were broke when you met me. And I was broke when I met him, right? So it was kind of like it was hard for me to pull that even though I had an ar arrogant moment, you know, and was like, well, I, you might have to sign a prenup if you want to marry me. So, you know, it, it's, it's like for me, man, I mean, I'm to a point now to where I got enough, like if I died today, my family would be okay. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that's important. Um, and, and, and I realized through having money now and having a bunch of shit and houses that are paid for and money in the bank and retirement and all this stuff, it's like, honestly, like, I don't know, 
for me, if, if I lost my wife, man, nothing would be worth it anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I lost my family, nothing would be worth it anyways. So, you know, I kind of let that go. But I did have some, I did have that same challenge at first. Like, how are we going to do this and all that? And, and then eventually it just kind of, um, we kind of just really went all in with each other and, and uh, started to, and that trust was built. But I, I, trust does take time. You know, trust does take time. We actually, I'll just be five, really five brief. Yeah, um, we actually just started getting, like, separating more things. So we have a business accounts, and then we have savings for the family, um, and we have business savings. And then we also, like, what we've done recently, which has been really helpful to me, because, I mean, in case you haven't figured it out, I'm a controlling bitch, so, like, I, like, <laughs> I actually, and don't go home and tell your wife that you need to do this, but this is what I wanted to do. I said, here's how much our bills are every month for the, on our personal side. This is how much money we need to transfer into this account over here every month, and I will pay the bills with that, and then I don't want to see what's going on with your business. I trust you. So you manage all of that. But I'm paying Here's the bills how, every month, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we're putting Right. I mean, this has so taken 10 years, but this is where we're at now because I was like, well, what is this? And what is that? And what, okay. Uh, where did this come from? And are you sure you need this expense every month? You know, and that's not supportive do you, you guys know. talk about uh, do you guys talk about uh, purchases or you know are you guys kind of just free to buy whatever you want or you have to run it by the other person if it's if it's over like, a certain amount we talk about it okay. and I had that arrangement when I've had business partners too that if we had a, a certain a purchase over a certain amount we would talk to each other okay. but I mean I think it's smart to go over to go over uh, um, credit card statements and stuff like too like what we look at is how much is our personal expenses because we put everything on a credit card and then we try to get those expenses down a lot of you guys are living way above your means and that's why you're struggling financially live below your means man i mean i know that you've been seeing on the internet about driving you know lamborghinis and flying airplanes and stuff but i mean live below your means and you know free up some of that cash so you can have some breathing room that that's it's taken me a while to learn that, but um, but so that's kind of what we what we what we do at this point with our finances. All right, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. My name is Tim Sapoti. Um, even if I walk right now out of that door, just to lessen the value of this session, is priceless. So thank Aww, you. thank that. you. That's great. Uh, I'm so glad. Uh, because. We live, we live for our families, we live for our children, yeah. and uh, that's what I'm here for today. 25 years ago, I was selling bananas back home in Albania so I can get some money to take care of my mother when she had double pneumonia. Yeah. And 25 years forward, I'm here to become the journey of becoming an entrepreneur. So I thank every one of you here for support and for everything that you have done, Dave and your wife and, your, and this organization. Uh, to lift us up and to uh, give us a vision. But overall, um, I give the glory to the Lord uh, because no matter what your faith is, uh, he has brought us together here, depending, doesn't matter which, which faith we're coming from. Uh, my question is uh, regarding finances. My wife is from Albania as well. She's a very thrifty woman, but she is not an interpreter, entrepreneur type of a person. However, I made decisions without letting her know at all when it came to purchasing the programs here at, at, at uh, 
legendary marketer, until to the point that I had to tell the truth. So, I see here that about 25% of this audience is uh, our ladies, and I, I applaud that, that uh, you, you're in the path of becoming an entrepreneur. Uh, I wish my wife would be one of you, ladies. However, the 80% or 75% of this room are men. So, that song, It's Man's World, I think it may have some meaning today if uh, we set up that mind. However, if we're married and we have partner, we have uh, our spouses, we need to be open as you, got, as you guys are sharing here today as far as finances. So, how do you deal, Dave, uh, when it comes to purchasing, uh, as far as business goes, especially for us as beginners, as beginners that uh, the more you tell your spouse, in this case myself, using as anything, the more paranoid she gets. Yeah. So I'm pulling back on her, right? And then the next thing you know, uh, she's overseas right now. She says, Tim. We, 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 we kind of got, got the drift she wasn't in the room. Right. I wish. <laughs> so uh, uh, basically, uh, with the income that uh, our family overseas makes per month, about $300 a month, and then you spend $6,000 here for this event, or for the, for the, it's about almost two years of, of income overseas in that poor country. Well. So my wife is a very paranoid. However, I've been trying to work on it with her by simply showing the example that if you work hard, and I literally, I work four days in a regular job and I get four days off, I literally stay on that laptop from morning till night. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have worked only one hour because the passion that I have, mm -hmm. and I hope that every one of you will have that passion and continue to have that passion, uh, and the vision that you may have, the goal, where you're, if you don't see the goal and, and the target, uh, you might as well try to, to do some research on that one. Uh, so uh, that's how my, my struggle is right now with my wife. Not that it's, gonna, it's not going to overcome that. I'm not going to overcome that obstacle. This is a path of, of obstacles that we should and must overcome with our spouse and with our family. But uh, what is your advice, uh, advice please, as far as the... Because uh, yeah. I'm, I'm lying to her in a good way of it, in a sense. Because I know that I'm doing it for my family, not for myself. I'm doing well, it for my wife and my sons. Yeah, let me so, jump in just for time. I, 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 I hope I'm question. the only one. Give a round of applause, guys. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I, I would. I mean, if, if you, if you, I mean, obviously, I can't be up here on stage and say I can, I condone wine. I just that would be. That would be wrong of me. However, thank you. If, if you <laughs> and maybe if my wife was not here, maybe I'd have, no, I'm just playing. Um, I'd see the video. <laughs> if you're, if you, if you are, if that, if this is your reality, you better damn well make sure that you follow through, dude. That's all I can say. Yes. You know, if any of you guys are, 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 you know, we're not here to tell you. We're just here to share our experience. We're not here to tell you what to do in your marriage. And a great counselor doesn't do that either, right? Although only, only the bad best friend does, right? That's the only people actually tell you what you need to do, right? Um, for me, what I would tell you is, is that, I mean, it's better to obviously build towards a, a, a place of, of, of communication and, and honesty. But I realize that everybody's not there, right? And... and you know, so it's a journey to get there. And I would say that 
you know, you, if, if, if you've not been completely transparent with your wife about some of the decisions financially that you've made, you damn well just better make sure that you follow through, man. And, and, and at the end of the day, um, if, you, if you follow through and you succeed, then you be honest and you say, hey, you know, this is why I did this and I, and I, I want to be honest with you about it. If you follow through and, you, and, and, and it doesn't work out the way that you want, it's the same, it's the same thing. That's where the integrity comes in. So it's either you're going to get honest eventually. It's just about whether it's going to be now or whether it's going to be later. No, yeah. she, it doesn't matter, she, right? She is aware I mean, of it. She, huh? is aware, she is aware because uh, some people believe when they see it. And I've sure. shown her the, yeah. you know, those, what's wrong those, with those that, commissions. Though? I mean, honestly, what's wrong Which, with that? Nothing. I mean, that's what I said was that, you know, part of this process is, is, is you know, taking action and <laughs> with enough action, with enough follow through there will eventually be results. Now, maybe those results won't be as big as you want them to be because you want to be a quadrupling, quad triple millionaire, right? A That's gazillionaire. A <laughs> uh, but you know what, man? I mean, for me, that was ultimately what also helped, all, you know, because at first she was the same way. It's like, hey, wait, we got limited funds here. What are we doing? And, you know, it, was a, it wasn't a smooth process, man. It had some bumps in the road. I don't think lying ever helps, though. You know. No. When we I, I lie, don't we don't lie. You're for gonna get this. This. You're gonna get your your wife's perspective. You're gonna get from my <laughs> wife, right? So, when we when we lie, we don't lie for other people. Really, we lie for ourselves. It's not that you don't want to hurt her. You don't want to deal with her being hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the truth. So I would just be honest and and be loving. Here's what I'm doing. I know you're going to be upset, and I love you, and I'm going to work my ass off to make it happen, you know, and then let her be upset, y yes, you know. Yeah. And she has seen this. Actually, uh, when I signed up for Legendary Market at the end of April, beginning of May of this year, uh, I was going, I was, I was talking to her in the living room, and I said, hey, look at these people, what, what these people are doing. Actually, I had about two weeks I already had signed up and paid for it. And she, and she goes, uh, and she goes, Tim. Tim, why don't you do something of that? I said, are you sure? It's funny you say that, honey. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, Alma, Alma is her name. Alma is her name. I said, Alma, are you sure? Because, you know, we're, I, I cannot work overtime to make I said, no, no, Tim, just do it. Just, just uh, See, so do what you can. You. And I said, well, we can, we can borrow some money from our equity home. And she goes, well, do what you can. If these people are showing the, the, these results, she is very visual. Uh, you know, she wants to see it. And well, I said, so you already got well, it down pat. Well, yeah. yes. Ladies and, said, and gentlemen, well, give him a round of applause. <laughs> he closed the deal. And I said, well, let me see what we can do with this. So the next day, I said, you know what, honey? I, uh, I already have done this deal two weeks ago. And she goes, well, oh. that's good for us. And, good. and that's how it was. Uh, but the reason I said earlier that I had to not to tell her was, was before I joined the group. I was thinking about it, where to borrow the money without telling her. I didn't yeah. want to hurt her. Um, we got to wrap up, brother, because of lunch. But break. anyway, but thank I, you so I'm much. Thank you for your question. And thank you for thank coming. You. And you know My what? Pleasure. Hey, you know what? We are here for the long haul. If yes. you're here for the long haul, I look, am. let's make your wife very proud. Yes, yeah. thank, All you. Right? thank you. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for notifications of new episodes. And if you'd leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you want my number one recommendation to make money online, then head over to DaveSharpShow.com and download the free report. I'll see you on the next episode.